Hello there, K-Favors. This is your executive, executive vice president, Adam Rotella, beaming out of an undisclosed location in K-Fave City. I recently just got to my new home in Austin. I got here just in time to watch StarCast, just in time to watch All Out. And just a few days ago, I went on my friend Jimmy's podcast. It's called the Take It Home Podcast. You can also find Jimmy on Twitter at J-H-A-G-G-719. Folks, let me know what you thought about All Out. Let me know what you thought about this podcast. That's all we talk about on this podcast, my friends. Get back to me. Here's Jimmy. All right, bell ringers. This is the first time ever right here. And, uh, well, last night was a night of first. First All Out pay-per-view. First ever AEW World Champion is crowned. And, well, today is the first time I'm doing this live right here on Skype, the review of the AEW event All Out with an individual who I guess you can call him the king of content with a K or the content connoisseur. That's right, my friend. That works for me. Adam, tell Adam, man, I know it's been a crazy two weeks for you. I know you transitioned from uh, Las Vegas. Now you're in Texas. Man, how was that hype? You know, Jimmy, uh, let, let's just say that one of my favorite things is long road trips. Uh, you know, th there's something about a long road trip that just really reminds me about how, how wrestlers used to travel on the road all the time, taking 13-hour drives, 16-hour drives, just to make 20 bucks for themselves. So there's something very romantic about a long road trip, my man. And I, I you know, uh, uh, the, the girlfriend and I, Haley, we, we, we stopped in Roswell, New Mexico, I got to go to the UFO museum. I'm a very big conspiracy theorist, as I'm, I'm sure you see from my content. So, dude, the, the, the UFO museum was awesome. We did two eight-hour days in a row, and uh, we got here really quick. And as you can see, if there's an echo, it's because my apartment is completely empty, except for this TV screen, this computer screen with your beautiful face on it, Jimmy. So I it's try, very nice I try, here. Adam. I try, man. But I'll tell you right now, I do appreciate it. This is dedication right here, man. You know, you're in the process of moving. You're like, you know what, Jimmy? I am going to deliver for you and the bell ringers out here. And I'm surprised. I, I thought that, you know, I didn't go out yet and went to, you know, Staples to get me a, a you know, a bell or something like that. I thought maybe... Maybe you had it. Maybe you just. I know. Nope. I know. No. Nope. I'm it's, disappointed in you, man. I, I know. Ring that damn bell. I know, Jimmy. I'm sorry, but hey, man, those things are only two dollars. Get off your ass and fucking buy one yourself, my man. Hey, I need some motivation. That's good. <laughs> right back on. <laughs> we got a show to do, damn it. Uh, well, listen. First of all, I'm glad to hear. I'm glad that you're not abducted by aliens in Roswell. Uh, you know, I've been twice, but I'm here now again. But anyway, we're going to get right into it. AEW, and it, it started out with, uh, you know, the, the buy-in. And it was the Casino Battle Royal, the buy-in. Uh, I thought that this match, you know, for the women, I, man, I thought it was great. I thought um, it really highlighted, like, Nyla Rose. Um, I liked the, the couple face-offs, her and Awesome Kong. I liked that face-off. Uh, I have here also some notes. Uh, it, was, it was a spot towards the end, which I was like, it was a little awkward with uh, Bay Priestley. And uh, Britt Baker, it was like, mm -hmm. you know, I guess things happen or whatnot like that. But um, what did you think of the match overall? Well, you know, I think overall the match was very well. You know, they had a lot of visitors in that match. So I'm, I'm really happy that the, the visitors were just there to fill a little bit of space and they didn't really highlight them too much. I mean, you don't want to give too much publicity to people that you're not really paying to be on your product all the time. But there is, there, there is one thing that I, I do have with the Casino Battle Royal, if I may. And it's just a production issue, my man. When you got five people coming out of that tunnel at a time, that cameraman has no idea who he's looking at, right? The TV audience has no idea what's going on. So I, I, I do understand that AEW is trying to create their own identity, their own quote-unquote Royal Rumble type match. I get it, and I love that they're not doing the same thing that WWE does, but they just got to tweak this a little bit more, man, because with production, I don't know where to look. The camera doesn't know where to look, and the people coming down that ramp are not getting the attention that they deserve. Yeah, and you're right. I, I noticed that as well, man. I'm glad you brought that out because, again, I didn't write that down here, but yeah. Thinking about it now, it was like it was a little awkward. 
it was a little like discombobulated and it started quick. I noticed that about the night match, it just kept going one after the next. Mm -hmm. There was no like in between segments for for most of them. And uh, you know, this match, man. I mean, again, it highlighted a couple women in the match. Uh, I thought, you know, Nyla winning, okay, great. I want to see what happens from here. But you know, overall, from what you said too, uh, yeah, man, man, I agree with you, man. They just got to get it together. I mean, especially once we go weekly television, I want to see how that production's gonna. You know, go down, man. I mean, every week you gotta have to be on top of your game. That's one thing that, if you look at WWE, that they have, and it's solid, man. Video packages and just the production team in general. The one big credit I give the WWE. Absolutely, Jimmy. Let me piggyback on that really quick too. The way that AEW is really filming their stuff is extremely similar to the way that WWE is filming their things as well. You know, they're in the same building, so it kind of looks exactly the same, which is, you know. That's that's acceptable, but for, for AEW to really stand out, I want them to kind of make a few different production changes. But the way that you said, the way that they did match after match after match, that yeah. was definitely different. That didn't give people time to go out and get popcorn, didn't give people time to go out <laughs> to the bathroom or anything like that. But I actually, as, as a home viewer, really appreciated the quickness of those matches last night. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you that, like, the back-to-back. -back, and, in fact, the matter was I needed a Foley, man. I didn't want to get up. <laughs> I needed a catheter. I said, listen, I don't want to get, get up out of here, man. I, want, you know, I, was, I was invested in a lot of these matches. but uh, You almost just made me do a spit take, Jimmy. So thank you very much, <laughs> my man. That was awesome. That, that was great, man. I, no, seriously, I was in the bed. I didn't want to move, man. My bladder was exploding. Thank God we had a segment somewhere in between. I had to get up. I got. I grabbed some pretzels and something, whatnot. I just sat down and continued to watch the show. Uh, uh, but overall, for the pay-per-view, I think as far as time goes, I do think, in my opinion, I think it was a little, a little too much. I think. I don't know. I, for if with the with the buy-in, it was five hours. It was like a WrestleMania, man. I noticed mm -hmm. they go even the last event. Same thing. It was a little too long. Hopefully, they're just doing this now because they don't got. Weekly television, there's not enough uh, AEW product out there yet. Hopefully, once they start going with like consistent pay-per-views, that we don't get like this long pay-per-view. Well, you know, Jimmy, as a guy who's sitting in an empty apartment, I was, <laughs> I was, I was very, very grateful that it actually gave me something to do yesterday. You know, <laughs> I mean, this was at the end of All Star Cast weekend, and I'm a guy that woke up. You know, I'm watching the first Star Cast at 10 o'clock. I'm watching it all the way through, and I'm. Because I had nothing else to do. So maybe once my stuff gets here, I might have a different opinion about the time. But I didn't really notice the time because, like I said, there's nothing for me to do here. So I really appreciated my time being filled. <laughs> well, hey, listen, man, it, it works out for everybody. I, guess. I mean, I enjoyed it, nevertheless. I mean, it was a great show. But, you know, it was just I guess the time for me was a little bit too long. But mm -hmm. moving along here, there was another match in, uh, that I wrote down here. In the buy-in, it was Private Party going against Jack Evans uh, and Angelico uh, in this tag team match here. And I, what I have here is might not be an Adam Rotella match. Might. Well, let me let sure. Yeah. Let's just start right off the bat with yeah. if I'm if I am supposed to if I if, if AEW has in mind that they want me to hate and despise this neon team. I'm there. They did a great job of making me hate this team. I absolutely cannot stand these guys from the minute their music hits Angelica. to the minute. Yeah, the, 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 the neon guys, the bright green, the guy, his hair is all the way down to his chin. I mean, he looks like a freaking douchebag to me, my friend. <laughs> he looks like a douchebag. They act like douchebags. Douche they're they're <laughs> dancing all over the ring. Yeah, <laughs> God. So if I'm supposed to hate them, Great, great job. If they're supposed to be baby faces, eh, not for me, Jimmy. What did you think about those guys? I mean, I've seen them before, uh, even uh, before they debuted on AEW television, because I, I found out they were acquired. AEW picked them up, and I wanted to know more about them. And mm -hmm. uh, they were like, like Lucha Libre style, high flying, um, very athletic guys. But I, I'm not a fan. It's just something doesn't click for me either, man. I just. I know Private Party because they belong to a uh, local independent organization out here in Queens, uh, House of Glory. I've seen them before. They hit AEW. I've talked to them before. I mean, they're, they're humble kids, man. So I know them personally. So on that level, um, I can tell you that, you know, Private Party, I enjoy their work. I enjoy that, you know, they, 
the time is crazy, man. I, I don't know how they do it, but mm -hmm. it's just, I know it's a lot of flips, a lot of high-flying maneuvers, maybe not your thing. Uh, for me, I enjoy that from time. I don't like it oversaturated, but these young kids, man, I've seen them. I've seen their transition from uh, when they just started, I guess, or maybe in, the, in their early stages in the indie organization out here, all the way to now, man. And they, they really came a long way. So I enjoy their work. But uh, I thought overall it was a decent match. It wasn't, you know, nothing crazy. I mean, I liked uh, the finish of it, what they call the gin and juice. Uh, so it, it was nice, man. It was a nice little... Uh, you know what? When it does come to the flippy dippy style, Jimmy, uh, I'm not I'm not all the way for it. But I actually did enjoy this match. Uh, the 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 one kid in in the neon that doesn't that doesn't wear that doesn't wear a shirt. I don't know his name. I I, I do apologize, folks. But that guy can bump like crazy. I really enjoyed watching that guy take some bumps. I mean, when 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 he was getting like. When, when, when the guy grabs him by the legs and flips him over the head, man, I, I, I like that. I like the timing of it, just like you said. And, you yeah. know, Private Party, they're, they're good. They're really good. I think that AEW needs to push these guys because they're really similar to whatever the hell that, that team on, on NXT is called, right? So they're very similar to who those guys are. And, uh, I mean, they even got the Cups. What's with the Red Solo Cups? Everybody's that, got so a Solo insane. Cup. Profits. Yeah, I know, I know, man. It was... Uh... Hey, dude, they're all about having a good time and partying. So I think, like, they, to me, when I think private party, I think of opening. Because you want to get the show started yeah. in a big way. It's, I mean, it's either opening or you're going to put them somewhere in the middle after a match that just kind of maybe shit the bed or whatnot. You know, or something to just pick it up. So, uh, yeah, so I, I like their whole gimmick or whatnot. But, it, again, decent match. And then we move on. We move on finally to the main show here. I, I seen a promo I got here. Uh, new Superstar. Wardlow or something, and they had yeah. this little. Uh, I mean, I liked it. I, I don't. It was a, it was a different video package that they had. It was something that I've never seen before. So I like the the uniqueness about it. Uh, but it's this guy, this monster, taking out about four of the guys in a parking lot. I don't, what, what do you think of this guy? Well, you know, I think, well, first of all, our interest is obviously peaked because we're talking about it right now. You know, we could have easily skipped over the promo. But, you know, one of the things that I found extremely interesting is, you know, they, they didn't show this very often, which is very smart. But the, he has this crazy scar on the back of his shoulder. I'm wondering, what the hell is that? Yeah. What's that from? And then the, the girl that he's with, obviously very attractive. I like that. I love valets. I want managers in wrestling. I want valets in wrestling. Uh, I, I think that that guy, I mean, what is AEW missing right now? They're missing a lot of size. There's a lot of smaller wrestlers. There's a lot of slippy yeah. dippy wrestlers, but they're missing. Yeah, man, they're, 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 they're missing the size. And that's something that you have to have in wrestling. Like it doesn't have to be as prominent as it is in the WWE, but that's yeah. something that has to be in wrestling. I, I want to see big guys. I want to see people that are working out for a living. You know, my man. I mean, yeah, the wrestling. I mean, that was, that's what it was in, you know, the early stages, man. It was mm -hmm. these big monstrosities. McMahon loved what they said. McMahon loved, it was a body guy. He loved, you know, he had Hogan there, the warrior, and Savage. All these guys were, Savage was still big. I mean, for a smaller guy, he was he's still a big guy. He was jacked up, man. There's a lot of, like, uh, skinnier athletes I've been seeing now. Like, more cut, more, like, fit, maybe into the CrossFit realm or whatnot. And then you, mm -hmm. you have guys like, you know, you talk about the skinny guys now. Look at the first match when it went down. The, the Jurassic Express Marco Stunt, and, uh, yeah, man, I like Luchasaurus, uh, but, you know, Marco Stunt was there with Jungle Boy going up against SCU, man, that, that's a prime example of what you just said with the, the smaller talent that they have over there. Yeah, so let's, let's, let's jump right in on some Marco Stunt, shall yeah. we? Uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know if you listen to Cornette, I happen to be a Cornette fan, uh, I, I like what he's doing, I like that he's different, I like that he's making people feel an emotion again, I'm a big fan of what he's doing. Uh, I might not agree with everything that he says, but, you know, I am a fan. Yeah. But, you know, Marco Stuntman, when he comes just running out and he's running around everybody and the guy's not tan, I know that that's not a big deal, folks. But, you know, it, it, it kind of, I don't know, maybe there is something with Marco Stunt. Maybe there is something that, 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 the, that the kids can get into with AEW. But, hey, man, I sent out a tweet as soon as uh, AEW started yesterday. I said, this is the new drinking game for AEW. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you see a child in a crowd shot, you have to finish your drink every time. Because, folks, I didn't see one kid in that whole crowd. So I'm not really sure 
who Marco Stunt is there for other than the people that are very, very into indie wrestling. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, folks, but not a lot of people are going to be into indie wrestling that find AEW on TNT. Uh, yeah, that, I agree with that. So I'm interested to see how he fits into this dynamic. I mean, I guess if they they haven't paired up with the Luchasaurus, I mean, mm-hmm. it looks you know, interesting for now. But then how long is that even going to go? Because you see, you can just see Luchasaurus even in this match. He is going to break away from that and be a singles competitor, man. He was just... Well, Tremendous. I feel like for a big guy his size, man, I mean, just you seen that dive? I mean, over the road. I, mean, I don't know, man. I just think the guy is a monster. He has, like, what they say, the it factor in my book. Uh, I could see him there in the future being a good champion, being a world champion or whatnot, you know, all the way down the line. But, I mean, the match itself, I got some notes here because, again, my brain is shot. At. I'm probably just like yours. I, get no, I love it, man. But, hey, let me let me jump on that yeah. Luchasaurus thing really quick, too. I mean, Jungle Boy, man, once that guy fills out just a little bit more, he's going to be a phenomenal yeah. singles wrestler as well. That is an act. That is a team that is completely over. They're completely over with me. They're completely over with my girlfriend. I mean, that that act has appeal t- towards everybody. It is kind of a like like a wink to the fans, like, hey, we're having fun with this, a boy yeah. and his dinosaur. And that's okay with me. That's why I watch wrestling. So let's 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 get into the match. I love that team. I don't think Marco Stunt needs to be a part of it though. Yeah, I, I, you know what, to be honest with you, man, it kind of was a little awkward with Stunt there. I mean, mm-hmm. I thought about it. So I, I agree with you on that point. I'm not going to agree with you on everything, Adam. But I, agree I know that. that. We're going to get to some things later. <laughs> Believe me, my man. So I, I seen that uh, I got here. It was like false finish combo to start it up. I like that in the beginning. Um, I noticed Luchasaurus. Yeah, I, I just said that. But he had this crazy flip over the top rope as well. Um, SCU wins the match, man. Frankie Kaz, man. Frankie Kaz went like a crazy hurricane rider on the outside to Luchasaurus, who then... Takes out his own two teammates after that. So I thought that was a nice spot as well. Um, and ultimately, like I said, SCU gets the win. I like the fact they got the win in this match. I don't know. What do you think about this? Well, hey, man, I think that SCU is a great way to always start off the actual, actual show. They're always going to deliver for us. I mean, I don't think that there's ever been an SCU match where people have said, oh, we don't like that. We don't want to watch that. So those guys are always, always good. Man, that crowd... Did not like that finish, though. I didn't like that finish. I mean, if, if you really wanted to start that show on a pop, you know, you yeah. really want to get that crowd going. Yeah, we got Private Party, but if they would have had that that threesome of Luchasaurus going over, especially if Luchasaurus got the pin, that place would have erupted and everything else would have been downhill after that. So I don't like the finish. I like the match. I like SCU. I like both teams. Don't need Marco Stunt in that position, though. Maybe maybe he can do something else somewhere else. I'm not saying I don't like the wrestler. I don't like the guy. I just don't like the placement. Yeah, I, I don't either, man. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of hard to believe that a, a man of you know his stature can even compete with some of the, like, like even they, they, Jim Ross, I think, was talking about on the announce team, like, you know, the fact that the size, just the body mass of stunt mm-hmm. compared to everyone. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't look believable, man. It doesn't yeah. feel, like, think about it in real life. I mean, you want something that, that you can at least say it's a little bit believable at least, but this is, like, unrealistic, so. I completely agree. That, and, that, and that's one of the reasons also with stunt. But hopefully, you know, we see maybe it'll pan out where he gets something else going on for him in there, but I, I just don't like the whole dynamic with, with mm-hmm. him as well. So I agree with you on that statement. SCU gets the win, and then, um, <laughs> we go on to Pac and Omega. And what, yeah, well, what did you think of the placement of this match? I thought way early for this match. I agree with you. I was kind of thrown off there. I was like, wait a minute, already? So the placement, uh, Pac and Omega, it was it was weird, man, because I was I didn't expect it to be this early, number one. And then number two, uh, the fact that, you know, this match was kind of like thrown together anyway because of the injury with Dean Amber or John Moxley, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... You know, the whole thing around it was like, there wasn't really, I mean, it really wasn't a buildup either with Moxley, but at least it was something. You know, you had something.
Pac. Okay. Sure. X Pac. Yeah, of course, X Pac's good, but not Pac. Anyway, to, to the match. What do you think overall? Overall, man, great match. But I got to say, man, one of the things that I, I really noticed with, with Kenny Omega, now that I'm watching a lot more Kenny Omega, I mean, let's, 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 let's be completely uh, uh, straightforward with everybody. I, I, I don't have time to watch a lot of New Japan. I don't have time to watch a lot of these other promotions, right? Yeah. I'm making content all day of my life. So, so when I do watch Kenny Omega wrestle, he does this thing every time he starts to run. It's like a wind-up. He's like a ballet <laughs> dancer winding up. He's doing like a prelay or something. Yeah, like a ballet, yeah, no, and yeah. I'm like, what is this? What, what, what's going on? Just just run after the guy. You don't need a wind-up after the guy. So that that is one little tiny criticism that I have. It's a little over the top. It's a little acting for me. But you know, overall, the match, of course, delivered. Uh, the crowd was hot. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, the crowd's always going to be hot for Kenny Omega, man. These people have been fans of Kenny Omega forever. They're always going to be hot for him. Of course. hundred percent, man. And I thought, um, there was a nice spot though, by Pac. It was, uh, that, that moonsault that he did on the outside, man. It looked like he really got hurt in that one too, because he landed his knees, uh, hit that guardrail, uh, mm -hmm. on the outside and it, again, timing and everything. But a lot of that, man, they were, they were on the outside of the ring, uh, for, more time than I thought they would have been. Uh, and it was nice. I, I liked it. I like to incorporate that in a match where it's not all in the ring, but it's not all outside of the ring. A little bit of everything, you know what I'm saying? So so I enjoyed the match, man. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't enjoy the ending. I, I didn't think Pac should have won that. I thought that Kenny Omega should have won that match. People disagree with me. I, again, subjective wrestling. But I thought that, thinking about it, it's just Kenny Omega is having and was scheduled to have a few with Moxley. Now, I don't know how long Moxley is going to be out, but think about this now. I mean, if he's coming back soon, why would you have – you're trying to build this match up even more so. I mean, I, I get, that's just how I look at it. I would have had uh, Omega win, and then, you know, that match between him and Moxley would have been probably even bigger. But, you know, I guess he's getting Pac over. Pac's back in the business, and, you know, it is what it is, man. I, 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 I personally like the finish, Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, because it, 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 once that happened, once everybody in that room realized that Kenny Omega lost, it put the thing in my head that anything else could happen tonight. And that's, that's what I love about wrestling, my friends. I don't, want to, I don't want to know the finish about things. When people write me and they're like, oh, Adam, I got scoops about this. I don't want to know scoops. Yeah, I want to be surprised about things, Jimmy. So the fact that Kenny Omega lost that match actually made me sit in my chair. I sat upright and I'm like, I was not expecting that. I wonder what else is going to happen tonight that I'm not expecting. So I thought that was great. I mean, Kenny Omega can be Kenny Omega coming from behind, being a guy that came from New Japan and he's kind of struggling a little bit. That's a good story moving forward. Also, I mean, there, there's only been three shows, folks. There's yeah. only been three shows. That's we true. don't even know what AEW is yet. I don't even know if they know what they are yet. So let's just all be patient with Kenny Omega's loss here. All right, I got you. I got you. Maybe I'm thinking a little bit too much, overthinking it. Maybe, <laughs> but, you know, again, whatever. Maybe I'm just a just a mark. That's it. That's just what I am. I think we're all marks, Jimmy. Exactly. Like we're all exactly. marks. So there it is. There it is. Uh, Pac wins, and then we move on. <laughs> oh man, this was not a Rotella match, right here, my man. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I like. I of like. Of course you did. Of course you did. You sick, disgusting That's New it. Yorker. You just want blood. You want guts. I want blood and guts. You want chaos. <laughs> That's it. I want barbed wire. I want everything. <laughs> That's it. And, and this, well, we didn't get the barbed wire, but we got everything, including the biscuits here. Uh, it was the crack. <laughs> That's it, man. It was the cracker barrel match, which uh, again, I was like, "What the hell was a cracker barrel?" But I guess they're promoting or they're sponsoring AEW. First of all, can we talk about how racist this name is? You got three white guys wrestling in a cracker match. I mean, what's going on, folks? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now, man. Uh, yeah, because if you think about it, you know, and we're not going to comment it, but if it was something else, I, I'm not even getting into it. I'm not going to no, no, no. go no, that no, route. No. I'm going to get fucking excommunicated from the wrestling world. I'm going to be bored from ringside from any event. But uh, bottom line is this. To me, Cracker Barrel match, I was like, what the hell is this? It was it was just basically three men beating the shit out of each other. Darby Allen, Jimmy Havoc, and uh, Joey Janela, and uh, man. 
from start to end, it was just nonstop fucking violence, man. It was just brutal. I mean, Havoc gets taped to a chair in the beginning, and they throw some thumbtacks in his mouth, man, tape his mouth shut. Uh, there was some crazy flips. I think Darby Allen did a flip off the top onto the chair where he was sitting on. Yeah. Uh, another crazy move by Joey Janela in there where he dropped Darby on his, like, neck, almost on the apron. I felt that shit. So I started, after that point, I'm like, oh, this is getting real, man. What I mean, overall, what do you think of this uh, of this match? Yeah, Jimmy, it's not for me. It's not for me. But I completely understand why people do like it. You know, this is like you, you, I, I, I even saw on, on the pay-per-view, people were leaving the match because it wasn't for them also. There were a lot of empty seats on, 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 on the uh, opposite of hard camera. And that's OK. You know, the way that AEW is setting their things up right now is kind of a smorgasbord and uh, yeah. something for everybody. It's a very dyslexic show, which, you know, that they need to kind of tighten up a little bit. But one of the things like when, when you're pouring thumbtacks in a guy's mouth and you're taping his mouth and then the tape doesn't go on and the guy doesn't spit out the thumbtacks and he just sits there waiting for you to put another piece of tape on. Yeah, no, 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 not for me. Darby Allen, I am a big, big fan of. I, I, I don't want to see him in these matches. I love the Cody Rhodes match. I think Darby Allen has the biggest upside of anyone in AEW right now that's in that mid-card position. I, I mean, I, his, dude, his look is so unique. His, I mean, the guy wears tights and, like, little shorts. It's like an outfit that Haley wears, but I fucking love it on the guy. He looks great. Yeah, just remind me of that as well. <laughs> Wrestling's for everybody, Jimmy. That's it, man. He is unique, man. I seen that. He bought a skateboard. He's a pro skateboarder. I had yeah. no idea until I said that. Or a skateboard with tacks on the bottom and hit like Janela in the back. I mean, they got creative in this match. You got to give them that creativity. A plus for that. I mean, yeah, it, I mean, yeah, I'll give them that, man. But you know, I'm I'm not in my 20s anymore. I don't want to see I don't want to see hardcore matches anymore. I I I, I, I get it. <laughs> no more blood and guts for you. No it. more blood and guts for me, my man. What about you? I mean, what, look, what was your overall What was your overall take of this match? Well. I'm a fan, man. I'm a fan yeah. of uh, I like I like old I like old wrestling, really. I like you can you can sit me there. Yeah, I can watch a high flying match. I can watch a mat wrestling, uh, just classic like wrestling mm -hmm. match. I could sit here and watch a, a good tag team match. I could watch this right here, the hardcore Cactus Jack the Terry Funk style match, and I I'll enjoy it because you know what we the, the reason I I enjoy this match more now is because we don't see it that often really anymore. Sure. I mean, we don't WWE doesn't have this anymore there's not like a lot of crazy shit going on so this is something that that's why i guess maybe i just marked out even more when i seen this match and they pulled out the battles and then people going through the battles and finally it ended finally it was brutal man it finally ended with uh, the rainmaker from jimmy havoc winning the match uh through the battle <laughs> i might have but yeah it was it was everything involved even jim ross was like what the hell like he was going, like he, his commentary said it all, man. Yeah, I, I thought Jim Ross did a very acceptable job last night. I I, I think that people uh, that 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 are disliking Jim Ross on commentating don't really understand that he's not commentating for you. He's commentating for a fan like me that's trying to get into AEW, that's trying to get into this stuff. And by the way, it's okay for Jim Ross to be a heel if you don't like him too on commentating. You know, like it's if if, if he's not enjoying what's in front of him. Hate him for it. It's, you don't have to like Jim Ross. Yeah, hey, listen, Ross is, whether you love him or hate him, he's one of the greatest of all times. He's oh, always good. His sarcasm I, was fantastic. I oh, loved it. I, I, I was laughing my ass off at some of his stuff last night. Yeah, man, how, how he said, oh, I almost went down that, that road for skateboarding in my career. I thought that was a great line. <laughs> Yo, man, Ross, Ross definitely delivered. Now, you know, they just signed Tony Schiavone, too, man. That, that's going to be interesting. They put Ross and Schiavone back together. Yeah, I love that. I know, I know you're gonna like that. I mean, I love that. That's it, man. I would love it, 100, man. But after this insane match, uh, bloody guts, tax, uh, tape, whatever you want to call, barrels, biscuits, doesn't matter. Uh, we go on to the next match, the Dark Order and the Best Friends over here. It was a, uh, it was a classic tag team match, man. I, I enjoyed this, man, and I, I thought it was, it was a good match to follow that insane match, man. To bring it, to bring everybody back to reality, so to speak. Uh, and I like the fact how the Dark Order 
uh, just cut the ring off uh, in this match and tag team wrestling. What did you think of this? You know, man, I think that the Dark Order has a long way to go with the AEW crowd. Uh, I, I, I think that uh, best friends are, are, are much further along than, than the Dark Order is right now. I, I, I'm just not into the Dark Order's whole... I mean, who are those guys? The creepy perverts, I think, that the crowd started chanting or something? Like, I don't even know what that's about. I... I, I I, but if you're asking me just about the match, just about the wrestling, I dig it. But you got to look further than that. You got to look at the crowd reaction. And man, Dark Order has a, a long way to go. I'm happy. Dark Order won, right? I think Dark Order won. That's bad if I don't even remember what happened, folks. Yeah, yeah, no. I, and I'll be honest with you. Dark Order does win. They had what they called the fatality off of the top rope. Uh, and I didn't know. I, I kind of. I don't know why. I don't know what they're trying to do with this organ, this little posse that they got over here, the the creepers, they call them or whatnot, and the Dark Order thing. I'm not, if you look at that tag team and then you look at the best friends, it just, it makes more sense to have the best friends go over in this match. And they, they're more of an established tag team. Mm -hmm. uh, I like that, the whole gimmick they got where they're hugging it out in the ring and then, you know, Dark Order attacks the man for the match and the lights go out and there's Orange Cassidy. I don't know if you ever heard of Orange Cassidy or seen this guy at all. Well, of course, of course, yeah. I've, I've, you know, being being in being in the Twitterverse, I definitely understand who Orange Cassidy is. I thought that was a great way to use him, just right off the bat, like that. Uh, I'm not sure what exactly they're going to do with Orange Cassidy. Like, if he's going to be in there doing those little foot kicks that he does, I'm right. not going to be all for that. But if it's something like this, I mean, it's folks, it's impressive to do a kip up with your hands in your pockets. That's impressive as hell. You know, I'm not against the guy. I'm not against the gimmick if it's used properly. Well, Adam, I, I try to do the same thing, man. I'll be honest with you. I got my hands in my pocket because you know why? I'm not trying to lose any more money. I'm fucking spending <laughs> money left and right. So I'm constantly trying to move around with my hands in my pocket. But for some reason, my hands, like when I put them in my pocket, I, I don't know if you have the same problem. I put my hands in my pocket and they, and it's like, there's no, there's a hole in the pocket. I just can't, I can't seem to find the end of the pocket. Well, <laughs> Jimmy, on, Adam. Uh, I am, uh, I, I am a hipster, so I wear girls' jeans, and uh, girls' jeans don't have pockets, so I don't have that problem. Hey, listen, man. The more you know, folks. There you go. There's facts, fun facts about Mr. Rotel. That's right. right. That's right. There it is. Female jeans and fanny packs going on here with uh, a. <laughs> No, but man, I thought it was it was a decent match, man. It, it was a good match to follow that insanity, uh, but nothing spectacular, honestly. Uh, I'm right. with you. I'm with you. Uh, seven match seven I have over here: Rio versus Sheeta. Um, different. That's what I think. It, it, it was different. A little awkward at times for me, but it was different. Would you? Uh, what was your take? Well, the whole the whole time I'm just thinking to myself: the winner of this is going up against Nyla Rose. How is the winner of this have any chance to beat Nyla Rose? I think Jim Ross had a great line like, her heart is bigger than her waist. I love that line. <laughs> I mean, like, and, 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 and it's true. What's, a, what's an 89-pounder going to do up against Nyla Rose? I mean, it's, 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 if, if we're going to go back to the believable thing about Marco Stunt, that match is not believable to me moving forward. But uh, the the... the I see what they're trying to do. They're, they're, they're trying to bring in a different style of wrestling that's going to take the American fan, uh, the world fan, a little bit longer to get into that style. But, hey, it worked for uh, WCW with the Lucha Libre. It can definitely work with whatever this style is called. And I agree, man, with you, with Ross. I mean, you know, Nyla's a beast. That, you know, they Obviously, in my eyes, I mean, if she doesn't win, I don't know what they're trying to do here. Like you said, I mean, I think Rio, they said, was like 98 pounds, under 100 pounds. Yeah. Insanity. Yeah. Like, I mean, think about that for a second. Like, one hit should, like, in real life, believability of folks, knock her out. <laughs> that was huge, man. But uh, I thought the match started off slow. It was a little awkward. Uh, and then it was a spot where they... Uh, they hit the rope, or they were holding on to the rope, and they ref didn't break the count or something yep. like that. She had, she had yep. her in the box, so that was a little off, awkward. I mean, Jim Ross called it out on commentary. Thank God he did. Yeah, I was happy about that. Uh, and, uh, you know, Rio gets the women to roll up. That's what I got here. Uh, but, again, not the best match of the night. And it, sets, it sets the stage for October 2nd, though, on TNT, their first show. It's going to be for the Women's Championship again, uh, you know, Rio versus 
Nala Rose. So yeah, and and again, Jimmy, you know, we're not even in TV yet. We're weeks away from that from yeah. that match happening. So they can build it up. They can build up the Mighty Mouse type scenario and get me involved. You know, I'm not saying that I'm not going to be invested in the match when it happens. Just at this moment, right now, I'm not invested in that match. No, I, I agree with you, Adam. I agree. Me, me either, man. So, so far, we agree on pretty much everything here, except for the hardcore match that went down and maybe the Pac match, which is good, man, which is good. But uh, next, this, time, just, next time, just send me what you're going to say, and I'll just play devil's advocate. That, that, no, hey, dude, listen. I want you to be real. I want you to be honest here. <laughs> Absolutely, my dad. Absolutely. That's it. And I'm going to be real honest when I tell you that this next match was probably, for, I mean, for me personally, uh, my favorite match of the night. And it was Cody Rhodes versus Sean Spears. Oh, man. I'm going to let you take the floor on this one, man. I, 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 well, I, I hope that one day if this, if this four EVP thing does not work out, if there's one person that I would love to have the complete book it would definitely be Cody Rhodes because every single thing that Cody Rhodes has been involved in ever since All In, when all this actually started a year ago today, actually, folks, when it was Aldis versus Cody Rhodes at All In, everything that Cody Rhodes has been involved in moving forward has been great storytelling. It's been classic wrestling. It's been actual pro wrestling that I get invested in. Yeah, man, I'm invested in this match. Loved seeing Tully Blanchard. Oh, yeah. And Cody Rhodes is a freaking nerd, my friends. I mean, <laughs> the, the Star Trek stuff, I get it. Get the cheap pop from the nerds in the audience. Everyone in that audience is a nerd. So yeah. you might as well get that cheap pop. Like, like that he picked Maxwell Jacob Friedman as the person next to the ring. Did not like Maxwell Jacob Friedman in jeans. What are you doing wearing jeans, Maxwell? That didn't look good at all. Hey, fashion's important to me, my friend. Fashion's very important to me in wrestling. Hey, right here, man. I'm trying to have one, man. I didn't have one, man. I would have came on like Clint Eastwood or something like that. Maybe hit you with a couple one-liners. I didn't get no tumbleweed out here in the Bronx. There's nothing going on out here. I made a bulletproof vest and walk out of my house over here. No. Anyway, back on to the match here. Cody Rhodes, I got here, comes out. It was an epic theme. Randy Diamond Dallas Page, always great. Yeah. Yeah. I got his, his fucking yoga program here, man. I'm, I'm like, come on, man. I'm going to be doing somersault soon, but don't worry about that. The dog brings the dog out. The dog was a little hesitant on going out because the crowd was going bananas if you noticed that, right? Well, I, I, last, last time I checked, folks, dogs don't like pyro. So what are you <laughs> Well, we got to get a dog's opinion on that. I'm all Yeah. 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 yeah so, so, so next time, let's 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 hold back on your pyro, Cody Rhodes, until the dog's actually out of the tunnel. Exactly, man. The dog's like, I'm not coming out of this motherfucker. <laughs> <He's> yeah. Not... <laughs> That's it. Uh, Earl Hebner was good to see him back over there again. Uh, Ref in the match, uh, man. From beginning, from the beginning, Cody Rhodes, and this is how it should start. This is how it should mm -hmm. end it because of the intensity, because of that chair shot and vile <laughs> chair shot. Uh, Sean Spears delivered to Cody at the last event. Okay, he wants revenge, and it started fast. Furious went after him. They went through the crowd. They're fighting everywhere. This is exactly how the match should have went down. Of course, Tully Blanchard in the corner of Sean Spears. That was awesome. And then he was he was he was on fire, man. Tully Blanchard did a great job managing. It was very very the psychology of it was perfect. He came up on the stairs right on time. He grabbed the arm right on time. The little belt being handed behind the bell uh, behind the back. My thing about the belt, though, Jimmy, and I'm sorry yeah. to cut you off there, oh, but okay. Earl, Hep Earl Hepner makes such a big deal about uh, uh, Spears using Cody's belt, but when he's using the belt that Tully gave him, he's just standing there looking at him, holding the belt, not making a big deal about it at all. you got to be consistent, especially when it was just six seconds ago. Now, I agree with you. I noticed that, too. I'm like, wait a minute. Why isn't he at least stopping and he's letting it fly with Cody? But, you know, you should have, you like you said, been consistent on that point. Um, I did like, man, that little standoff with Tully Blanchard, MJF, and the yeah. choking each other out, man. That yeah. was awesome for that little quick second. And then uh, what's his name? Kicks oh, MJF. Uh, yeah. yeah, Sean Spears kicks MJF out of the ring. Goes crazy, like you just said. And here he comes, the enforcer. Yeah, I love this. Flair calls him double A. The enforcer comes out there, spine bust. Man, the crowd 
fucking erupted, man. What'd you do? I, I popped in the room. I was like, giant don't pop. Giant pop. Haley and I did a little Instagram story before that match, and I'm like, who is he going to pick? Is he going to pick MJF? Is he going to pick Brandy? Then out of the blue, I'm said, is Arn Anderson even going to show up? So I'm happy that Arn Anderson showed up. I'm happy that Arn Anderson, even, I, I hope that that's not just a one-off for AEW. I hope that he's in the back. I mean, when, when you think about the people that they have in the back now, you got Dean Malenko, you got Tully Blanchard, and hopefully Arn Anderson, my friends, my friends, that's the wrestling that I want to see moving forward. I thought the pop was great. I thought that he gave the spine buster right next to the ropes so that he didn't have to jump back up in the ring. He would just roll out of the ring, you know, because, I mean, come on, folks, the guy's not going to be able to pop up anymore. So the placement of the spine buster was perfect. I thought that the story was great, and I hope Hope, hope that Art Anderson is a part of AEW moving forward as well. It's oh, yeah. WCW. Like, all you would have needed was Flair to come out. Yep. I mean, come on, man. It was, it was Oh, and by the way, man, I am so happy. I had some people tweeting me saying that MJF's going to turn on, on Cody Rhodes right there. My friends, let me just put up a giant stop sign for that right now for everybody out there. If they do not turn... Uh, MJF against Cody Rhodes, dude, leave that for like years down the line. Keep MJF, his friend, for years. It would be such a bigger payoff. Like, there's no reason to do that now. MJF's a dick to everybody except for Cody. We don't need him to be a dick to Cody also. Yeah, no, I agree with you, man. You, you can't, you know, and this is one thing I noticed about fans nowadays. It's instant gratification. Mm -hmm. They want they want to see it now. They don't want to wait. They're impatient. Like people don't watch fucking things anymore. Like think about it. like when we are content creators here for the cap, okay? And we try to put out we try to put out material here that's going to engage fans and fans are going to be able to enjoy. And you know, I noticed the one solid quality that you have is you're not lengthy on your videos. Your 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 time is perfect, man. Yep. My problem is. I like to put out maybe a couple videos a week, and I want I have I cram like everything into it, so it's like longer, man. It's like fucking an hour long or something like that. So I have to put the timestamps. People are not gonna sit there. Who's gonna sit there and watch this guy? Maybe my wife, not even her sometimes, but you know, yeah. watch me like seriously. So it's it's about you know people want things right now, right away. And they don't want to sit there and wait and watch a long time. They want, like, straight. That's it. And, and it's crazy, man. Like, this is the problem, I think. And this is one of the problems in society nowadays and, and in wrestling uh, in particular, what we're talking about. No, here. absolutely, Jimmy. And, you know, on, on a side note, we'll move on to the next match after this. But, hey, man, talk yeah. to me anytime about content, my friend. You're more than welcome to, to, to DM me, text me. You have my number. Let me know anytime. We can talk about uh, – we can talk about a philosophy. We can talk about what you're doing, and we can we can we can make each other better, my friend. So yeah, man, all is well. Thank thank you, man. Because it, it, and that's the that's the truth, man. It's like it, it's all about. I look at it like this. It's it's about networking. It's about also talking with the right people, man. I mean, you're yes, one of the guys that I that I mess with out here in, in the whole Twitterverse and social media. So okay, obviously I seen and I know, man, you're doing something great. I enjoy your fucking work. And I want to see you successful, man, because you deserve it. Okay, you're one of the few people I think. All right, Jimmy, let's move on. That's Thanks, it. Let's, you're gonna make me let's move on, man. No, All this. right. I know, man. I fucking sit here and, and believe me. Listen, I pet. Like I told you, I asked you, how's your shoulder feeling? If you didn't get that one, a lot of times, man, I, I give myself too much credit, and people call me out on it. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes, and I said, listen, I'm fine, man. And, you know, I, I pat myself on the shoulder too many times, and I, you know, I had a lot of shoulder surgeries before in the past for doing so. But anyway, uh, the end of this match I thought was great too. Uh, you know, the Dusty Rhodes tribute that Cody had with the, you know, the, the shots to the face and then eventually the, uh, the crossroads to finish the match. And yep. All is well with the Rhodes family right now. <laughs> Everything's I love it. I love it. Give the guy the book. I want only Cody Rhodes booking AEW. Yeah. Great storytelling. Great. You yep. can't, can't compare it to it nowadays. But, you know, moving along here, uh, the next match, man. I don't know, man. I, in my eyes, wasn't a big Adam Rotella match, okay? Uh, sure. But, uh, here it is here. The, the latter match for the AAA Tag Team Championships, again, it was the Lucha Brothers in the Young Bucks. And, man, it was like a, a can you top this match. It was, it was back and forth. Uh, 
high flying maneuvers not your thing. A flippy dip. Hey, 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 hey! Don't don't just paint me into a corner here, Jimmy. You know, I, mean, I, 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 I don't, I, I, I like the big spots like this. When, 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 yeah, I, we're gonna go through it. You know, we're gonna go through it. And the the, 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 the Spanish fly or whatever the hell that thingamajiggy is off the road, <laughs> off the ladder into the table yeah. where he almost broke his neck. I popped huge for that, but there's just too much stuff happening all at the same time. You're not giving me time to breathe. I mean, I, I don't need a bathroom break in the middle of a match, but I do need time to breathe. The crowd needs time to clap, and the announcers need time to tell me what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I felt it was bang, 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 bang. I was getting hit like fucking Muhammad Ali was hitting me over here with fucking shots. I'm like, hold on, I can't even tag it this quick. Jumps off the ladder, fucking the Matt Jackson, boom, bing, bang. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, they got to slow it down. And yeah. that one spot fucking killed me, man. It was uh, Nick Jackson off the ladder because his yeah. hit the rope, and he went fucking oh. face first through the table. Man, that looked, oh, man, it looked nasty, man. Look nasty. I mean, there's there's no way that that was planned. There's no way. I mean, I who knows? I, I don't know if if I I don't know if that was planned for him to hit the bottom rope right there. But dude, if that table was anywhere different and his head would have hit that other table that didn't break, Ooh. my friends, we'd be talking about a whole different thing this morning right yeah. now. Uh, I I agree with you, man. I mean, it was just a lot of that though in this match. It was a lot of different things. I got some notes here. I, I tried. Bear with me to read this because it was actually sure. so quick here. Uh, I got it was like Northern Light suplexes from Matt the Pentagon. It was back to back and mm -hmm. hit and onto the ladder. That was a nice little spot there. Uh, Pentagon has a sling blade off of the ladder. That was another big spot I seen here. Fucking Nick Jackson suicide dive to Pentagon through the ladder. Didn't even touch the ladder onto the outside. Another you know crazy thing. The crowd was going bananas. Fight forever. You know the, the usual shit. But w this was insane. The Pentagon Jr., the Canadian destroyed a Matt Jackson yes. off the ladder through a table. I was like, that was it. Like, that's it. He's done, man. It was fucking insane, man. It was the things that these guys do. And just to think about it, like you said, if, if his head, Nick Jackson's head would have hit that table in a different way, like a couple of inches shorter than what it was, or maybe or whatever you want to do, whatever you want to call it. It would have been a different scenario, man. It, it would have been bad. It would have been fucking, you know, honestly, hospitalized. I mean, the timing has to be so perfect on a lot of these maneuvers, man. One wrong move, it's high risk, man. And somebody's fucking dead. Somebody's injured. It's tragedy, okay? So, again, I give him credit just for perfecting. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, and pretend like I ever took a bump in my life. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I have any idea what goes on in that ring when it comes to technical things. Yeah. But dude, when that match was over, I had a sigh of relief. I thought that, you know, thank God this is done because I'm, I'm getting frightened for the people, which I guess is what they're supposed to do to us anyways, yeah. right? Yeah, man. I, listen, I held my breath three times, passed out four times, and woke up because, man, I, I couldn't, like, I was in shock. I was in awe of what I was seeing, man. So, I mean, I think it was a great match overall, but if I had to give any advice to these people, I, again, I'm not in the ring. I don't know what it's like to take a ring bump, okay? I do want to know what it's like to fall off a fucking bed, maybe out a window and down an elevator between the first and second floor. That's a story for another day. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What it's like to take a bump in that ring, but I gotta tell you, man, it can't be it can't be fucking peaches and cream what they're doing over there, man. It can't be that smooth. It's, it's not. But again, credit. And at the end of it, there's two guys come out, match. One I think had a Bill Clinton match. It was fucking awesome. I like that. Uh, LAX. I don't know if you did you ever hear of LAX or you were. I've I've, I've heard of LAX before, yeah. but as soon as as soon as the mask came out, I'm like, okay, this is obviously going to be some debuting team, and it, it seemed like half the audience knew who they were, the other half didn't, which I think is probably going to be something that AEW has to struggle with while they're trying to build this brand because they don't want people that people have seen all the time, right? They want new talent, they want fresh faces. So they're, they're going to have to go through a learning process for a fan like me who's very invested into wrestling, loves wrestling, but just doesn't have the time to watch every single thing yeah. that's out there. It's hard, man. It's not easy, dude. Like I can tell you right now, if I was going to cover every single promotion out there, I'd lose my mind. It's just too yeah. much content. We got to watch a lot, and then we got to provide content. We got to edit. Editing, for me, is the most tedious process. 
I mean, it's just, there's it, a lot going on to sit here and actually, you know, watch everything out there. But mm -hmm. this is what you said. This is their struggle and what it's going to be in the beginning is to get fans adjusted and adapted to these new faces, uh, make them a household name. And, you know, LAX, I'm familiar with them. Again, they're out here. And I actually had an opportunity, man. Uh, I promote for MLW and Impact when they're over here in New York City. I had an opportunity one day at, at the last MLW TV tape, Fusion, to talk to Santana, which was uh, the taller guy of the, of the mm -hmm. two. And I asked him, I said, man, what's going on with Impact? This is before, I said, I know, you know, they, they're not, they told me they're not staying with Impact, contracts were up, he didn't tell me the reason, there's no hard feelings. But I said, where are you going next? I said, AEW, he didn't answer me. But I knew, just Good. the fact that, you know, I was like, okay, these guys are going to be there. But what I like about them, and you'll get to see that, but these guys are true to their roots, man. I mean, they're, they're in there, they're fucking genuine people. I've talked to them, I've seen them multiple occasions. Uh, they're for the fans, man. And, and that's why, that, for me personally, that's why I'm a fan of theirs. But uh, hopefully we get to see them in uh, fucking Young Bucks or something. I mean, they're going to, the tag team division, AEW right now, man, is solid. Well, yeah, man. I mean, after this match, I don't need to see Young Bucks versus these Lucha Brothers for like a couple months. So that's been the only match that they've had with AEW. Uh, this was a great finish. This was a great cherry on top of the mat of of that series. Let's leave those guys apart for a, a significant amount Dude, Matt, of time. Please. I don't want to see that. I'm with you on that, man. That's like WrestleMania caliber right there. Yeah. Like fucking once a year or something. But and here we are, Adam. Here we are, the main event. AEW world title on the line. Chris Jericho, Adam Page, the hangman. Riding out in that horse, some cowboy shit that he did. Okay. You're gonna I know you're gonna probably be on here next time. Your horse is gonna be in the backyard. I'm expecting that, Adam. True. You're gonna True. be rolling into this fucking this video. You're gonna be doing a live from the phone on the horse out there, man. So <laughs> I wanna see you at the, wherever bar you're working at, you know, out there. If you you know uh, I'm sorry, I put your gig out there. I apologize. That's no, fine, I don't mind. Okay, oh, okay, cool. Whatever bar you work with, hopefully you can get those fucking saloon doors in there and just bang, bust over right through the saloon door. There's nothing like it. I'm telling you, there's nothing like I it. But anyway, here we go. Adam Page, Chris Jericho. Uh, what the hell, man? Um, what do you think? Uh, before I state my opinion, uh, sure. what do you think of this match? Oh, uh, man, this was – I was invested from start to finish in this match. They got me so quick. This is the kind of pace – this is the kind of pace of match that I love. I don't need it to be, I don't need someone to sit in a headlock for 15 minutes, you know, but I like the pace of an actual brutal fight between two, two men right here. I thought the pace was good. I thought the storytelling was good. I thought that the juice was fantastic. I think this is the only blood that we saw all night. I, I, I don't even think in the hardcore match that was blood, except for when the, the guy stapled his own arm like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but let's not get into that again. But, dude, I, I think that the right person won. I think that even this match made Adam Page a bigger, bigger star than he is right now. Because let's face it, folks, not everybody knows who Adam Page is. Believe it or not, we're in the wrestling bubble. We talk about this all the time. We're in the wrestling bubble. And the fact that Chris Jericho won, and now Chris Jericho gets to be that jackass Chris Jericho and be a champion. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be fantastic on TV. What did you think, Jimmy? I agree with you 100%. I like the fact that Chris Jericho won this match. I thought that he had to win this match because this is your first AEW champion. You're trying to build your company. You have to build it on a name that's known globally, everywhere. Everybody knows Chris Jericho. Okay? And now that he's the champion, the first ever AEW champion, he is not going to let us hear the end of that. He is going to just lay it to every single week. And this is what I love. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for Chris Jericho to be Chris Jericho every yep. single week. And he needs to hold on to this belt for a while. I don't want to see any quick loss. I want to see him hold on to this at least a year, man. That's my opinion. He has to build this company. They have to build this company around Jericho, around him as that champion. Build it up. Uh, if Adam Page eventually wins it down the line, build you could. That's a great fucking story to build it yep. up day one all the way. Like you know, that that would be great. But I thought the match itself, it was it was great. There was a shooting star that I seen. I got here too. Uh, Adam Page did on the outside from the apron, 
uh, to Jericho when he hit him with like a code breaker. Man, that yeah. like he fucking really rattles his jaw right there on the outside. And I like the fact that Jericho was working a body part. He yep. was just taking apart, I think, that left arm of Adam Page the whole time. And that's that's what you got to do. Exactly, and man. And I got one more move that I actually yeah. gave a legitimate pop for. You know, sometimes sometimes people like you and me, man, we can watch wrestling and we're kind of watching it with that with that analytical mind that we have. You know, yeah. we're trying yeah. to we're trying to pick it apart a little bit. But once once Adam Page did that flip over the top rope, which sets him up for his for his giant clothesline, and Chris Jericho just grabbed him and gave him that code breaker, I fucking popped out of my chair, yeah. my man. I, I I grabbed Haley and I'm like, that was a legitimate pop that I just gave. I loved that. I want to see more of that. I love it when wrestling can actually make me feel that, dude. I that that was that was my move of the night right there. And, and bro, I, I gotta be honest with you, man. I did. I don't. We don't get that a lot. And, and you're right. Like it's few and far in between. We get those moments that we feel like that we can legitimately, organically pop mm -hmm. like that, man. And that that was a great move too, man. That was another spot I found. Few spots in here I found for, but you know, he hit him with the. I guess it was called. I got here. I forgot the name of it right now. Uh, Dead Eye. Don't, don't worry. They're, they'll come I up know, with another man. name for that next week. <laughs> yeah, Jim Ross, I know. That was another great Jim Ross line. That's a great fucking Jim Ross line, too, man. Yeah. So the, the, the dead eye or whatnot. Uh, and another a side note, Jim Ross, man, he's fucking selling merch at the same time as commentary. Yes. That's, that's fucking, that's genius right there, man. That's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. I was fucking dying. But, uh, but yeah, man, so at the end of it, man, he's that Judas effect. I love it. I love it because it's so simple. Mm -hmm. At his age, at 48 years old. Why? Why do anything crazy, scientific? It's just a fucking vicious strike. An elbow shot to the face, knockout shot, puts him down, wins the match, one, two, three, clean. Yeah. And, and that's how it should. That's how it should have went down. I had a couple people didn't like it. They said out of page. Well, these, these, these are. No, continue. Yeah, no, these are people that are inside the wrestling bubble, man. You know, these, these are people that have seen Adam Page from day one. They've, they've, they've been following Adam Page from ROH to now. I'm sorry to tell folks that not everybody knows what Ring of Honor even is. A lot of people don't even know that Ring of Honor exists. If you go to a, WW, if you go to a WWE show and you ask somebody if they've seen the, the latest Ring of Honor, they're going to say, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. So not everybody knows what who everybody is. And to put a championship on a, sorry, nobody to the, to the, to the giant <laughs> world yeah, yeah. just doesn't make sense right now. And plus putting a baby face like Adam Page on the chase is what I, what, what I watch pro wrestling for. I want to see somebody not just get an opportunity, but earn that opportunity week right. after week after week. He continues to get better. He continues to get better. And then finally he gets that chance at a giant yeah. pay-per-view, and then the whole thing comes. There's confetti everywhere, and, and there's world peace, you know? Sort of like the fucking Lex Luger SummerSlam 93, the balloons. Are he didn't win the title. <laughs> yeah. He celebrated. He didn't win the title. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? I don't know, man. I, I, but, yeah, it should be like that, man. That's how wrestling should be. It should be that payoff at the end, man. Stop with the instant gratification. Yep. Stop it, damn it. Okay, this fucking YOLO shit. This YOLO, it was. Let's do it now. Let's have fun. Man, just calm down. I think people, fans, just need to calm down. Just let it build. Like Flair said, you gotta let this one build before oh, you man. crank it up. That's it. That's what you gotta do. But overall, the pay per view, man, I thought, again, the only downfall, the real downfall for me was the time on it. I thought it was too long, a little bit too long. But the matches, I mean, it, at least they kept you engaged in the match. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It was, it, it really, there was not a lot of times I did look at the time, but when it was all said and done, I'm like, wow, this was. Five hours long with the with the fight. So again, a little lengthy, but we'll see. And uh, the fact that they have to smooth out some of those edges still with the camera, with the production, like you said, uh, maybe incorporate a couple like minor segments or backstage interviews a little bit more. Uh, not too much because no, absolutely, Jimmy. That's something that I'm a big promo guy when it comes to pro yeah. wrestling, man. I I I I, I want to see the guys talk. I want to see the people talk. So. There, there was a lack of promo in in in, in this pay per view, but other than that, I gave the pay per view a solid B on 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 a on a my side for sure. 
I'm with you on that too. I give it a, I might even go as far as saying I give it a, a B plus. So yeah, man, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the pay-per-view and hopefully like when this moving forward now, they have their next pay-per-view coming in uh, November. Uh, I forgot the exact date. I think it's November 8th or something. Yeah, 9th or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the name of it, I have somewhere on this fucking here, <laughs> somewhere on this paper. Bear with me, bell ringers. <laughs> and, uh, I think it's like full gear, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. There it is, full, yeah, full gear. So, uh, again, unique name, something different, you know, something that we wouldn't even thought of, really. Uh, and I want to see what happens when they debut October 2nd, though, because they have four solid, four or five solid weeks to build for this pay-per-view. Now, Jimmy, before we stop, let's let's just do one more improv thing right here. Yeah, would, would, are, are you looking for AEW pay-per-views to be every month, or are you looking for something like the way that WWF used to do, like four, four a year, maybe six a year? I don't need a pay-per-view every month because I don't have 50 bucks to spend every month on a goddamn pay-per-view. We better be pushing that content out there. That's right. We need subscribers. Subscribe right. right now. Patreon, they got out of here. We got everything. Donate, David. We're poor. We need money. No, no. <laughs> but you know what it is? Like, uh, you think about it. Yeah, I don't, especially starting out right now, uh, I thought that over the last few months, they've had even too many pay-per-views over the last mm-hmm. It should have been, you know, maybe this, maybe one on the other side, too. So if you want to throw one more in there, but I think they have maybe one too many over the past few months. But again, they're trying to get their product out there. They're not on weekly television. So I understand. But now, exactly. I agree with you. I think it should start off just like WWF did back in the day. You start building with your bigger pay-per-views. You have like four. Four mm-hmm. a year. Then you add maybe two more. Have six. Okay. And if you want to get crazy eventually down the line, I mean, when you're a little more established, I still don't even think they should have one every month. I don't think it should be 12 pay-per-views a year. I think it should be somewhere maybe like the sweet spot is about eight. I, I would love that. I think eight, eight is great. Okay, honestly, maybe like every six weeks or so, you have a pay-per-view. And, that, and that's that's good, man. Sustain it. I mean, you could build, you could really build the storylines even more. I mean, think about the problem with WWE right now. They have to have all this airtime. You're watching fucking Raw three hours. Then you got SmackDown two hours, which now they're talking about extending it another hour when it goes to Fox. I'm oh. going to lose my fucking shit at him. I'm yeah. gone. That's it. I got to sit in front of the TV. At least the product is getting a little bit better, but it's too much content, man. And yeah. then you have, uh, what else did WWE have? Everything on the on the network, it's just too much shit to consume. And now, you know, with the buildup, they have a pay-per-view every four weeks. There was a time they had one like every other week. I was... It's too much, man. It's too much. I think slow and steady wins the race. And if you actually can build a proper fucking storyline, okay, yep. around it, it, it gives you more time. There's not enough time for WWE to sit here and build proper storylines to get us more invested. That's another one of their problems. AEW has an opportunity to change that. They got absolutely. Hopefully, yeah. I agree with you. I love it, Jimmy. I love it. That's it, man. I mean, I think uh, overall, man, this was a great show, Adam. Always a Jimmy, pleasure. let's do this every AEW pay-per-view, my friend. Why not, man? Why not? I think I think we need to, man. Hopefully, uh, you know, it's not going to be every single month. But even if it is, man, I don't mind, man. I'll have you on for fucking WWE, for AEW, whatever you want. <laughs> You're more than welcome to come on the show here, man. This is the first for me. I'm doing this uh, live on Skype over here. Usually it's just me setting up shop, talking, or maybe having once in a while, having a guest on, live, in, live in the studio <laughs> over here. But, you know. I think I well, you know, when, when it comes to content, Jimmy, the best thing to do for content is video because then you can make video, you can make clips, you can also turn it into a podcast with just audio. So, in moving forward, I suggest you always do video, my friend, because you can use it on multiple platforms, my man. Yeah, no, thank you, man. I appreciate it because I, I, I try to transition to audio again, and it just a couple weeks in, I'm like, you know what, this is not working. I want, I want to have something for the channel because, like you just said, I can cut into clips, I can put it on Instagram, I can put it on Twitter. And, and it's better, man. I think it's just better overall like that. So, and you're a good-looking guy. Come on, Jimmy. Let, let the people I, I, see I, your I face. Trust, man. I, you know, I got to thank, uh, thank God first. And <laughs> No, man, but listen, man. I, I, honestly, I think this is something that I, I enjoy doing. I, listen, having you on the fucking – you're alive, pal. You're right here. You know, having people on here, that would be great, man, especially since we're not, like, close around the corner. This fucking – this Skype is awesome. So I love it. it gives thanks us, thanks like, for having me, Jimmy.
Anytime, Adam. Anytime. And God damn it. Get the setup. Get the bell. Next time you're on here, you better have a fucking cowboy hat at least. Something. You're in Texas. Have so, your own. So they, they they, you don't need the tumbleweed. You don't need the horse. Just get, get a hat. <laughs> I got you, man. Adam, thank you so much, buddy. I thank you, Jimmy. Thanks, Thanks guys. Have a good day, man.